Attention Pokemon players, you are listening to Triple P, the Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast. I am your host, Jake Abrams, alongside Chuck. How are we doing today, buddy? How's it going? Back again. Yes, welcome back for your, your one month straight episode. I know, I, I'm enjoying it. It's oh, great to be I, I here. I love having you here. Definitely miss the uh, Duke of Hobbies. You'll be back next week, I think, but definitely love talking Pokemon with you as I'm, well. I'm not giving it back because <laughs> I've had, now, last week in League, I, you know, I managed to luck out and win again. I'm having incredibly good luck while I'm sitting here on the main desk in in, in, in real life play. Oh, so, geez. We're going to have Nick, a little tiff here. Um, <laughs> I'm not giving it back until I start losing. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Nick has to come to locals to try to win his spot back. We'll see. (laughs) No, but how's your week been uh, Pokemon or outside of Pokemon? Obviously you said you've won the second tournament in a row. Yeah. um, Had another good week at league. Um, Ice rider doing, doing good things again. Pokemon wise it's going great. Uh, Crazy hectic life in general otherwise oh, yeah. um, car breaking down phones lost it's a crazy week just Oof. just going along trying to keep chugging along so oh, yeah, yeah yeah i haven't had as crazy a week as far as like the bad things part portion just been crazy with all the family stuff my wife's uh birthday was this weekend so we went to a renaissance festival on sunday uh it was super hot uh it was a lot of fun uh being able to go outside and you know check out all the cool sites and eat all the cool food but uh definitely hot and then uh going into this week works just crazy so it's like it's gonna be a 50 plus hour week um and then also today rushed home after work and to get my son and then had his uh, open house first open house he's had since you know he's been to school uh first grade and everything uh so got to go check out his class and his school and everything like that so he was really excited so it was great to see the excitement on his face and just kind of hang out with them doing that that's cool yeah that's cool so i i think we have another person with us today yes we do yeah returning guest uh everybody should know jonathan lopez at aka sleepy dreepy but welcome back to the cast my friends hey what's up how's it going guys Ah, not too bad not too bad lots of news and pokemon related stuff um i asked you to come back on i I think uh like maybe a couple days before the break of the big news and we're like okay cool it's kind of like a downtime you're like what are we gonna talk about i'm like ah sure there's i'm sure something's gonna pop up and then needless (laughs) to say something has popped up (laughs) yes it has (laughs) before we get to all that though um how has life been since the last time you've been on the cast it's been a little bit um, it's been good. You know, I'm just here content creating, doing work as well. Um, this weekend was a Friday. I finally got to hang out with some fraternity brothers of mine that I haven't seen in a while because of, you know, the situation with the world. Yeah. So it was nice seeing, catching up with them, uh, just talking about different things. Mm-hmm. On Saturday, we kind of, you know, I had a chill day, hung out with my girlfriend for the day. And on Sunday, my girlfriend went out with her friends. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of stayed back, watched our dogs and created <laughs> And just recorded content for the week so nice nice, nice. Little, nice no, little you, weekend you've been really killing on the content creation side um <laughs> definitely uh making us look bad here at triple p for sure <laughs> <laughs> no <Nah>, never <laughs> but um yeah so as far as pokemon related how's uh the new meta been treating you what have you been seeing out there um new meta has been honestly it's been interesting i feel like every it's i feel like it gets going back to like the 
like the first stuff when like the pandemic started mm-hmm. like every week it feels like the meadow's changing like this week last week it was what um i forgot what last week was but this week like a rapid strike is becoming really big yeah um, i think it was it was dragapult then it then it was what is well, yeah. suicune and then uh, <laughs> a lot of zashi index before that as well yeah. into the mix um, so now Sylveon's coming back into the play, and and still Dragon Ball is still strong. Um, what was it for yesterday's late night? Uh, for uh for Zach's uh, late night, I did play Duraludon. Nice, um, nice. So how how that end up going for you? I'm actually went five two. I had to drop because of work, but the next oh, day, <laughs> I went five two. Technically, it says four. Um, I got four two losses and a tie. Oh jeez. Um, the last match. We went right to time, um, and I was going to give my opponent the win, but pl- we played out the game still. Yeah. Um, winning, so I'm just it's counting it as a 5-2. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you would have stayed in, you would have got that 5-2 easy. Yep, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so not bad. No, not at all. Um, I'm so, hyped on that Duraludon deck. I like Duraludon. Yeah, Chuck definitely was high on it, at least at first. Um, yeah, so well, yeah, aside from... Sorry. It was my like what I wanted to go with when the first the set first dropped, and I was trying to figure it out while we could still because our league let like we can proxy stuff for a league for the first few weeks. Mm-hmm. They let it for you can actually get your hands on stuff. So that's what I was trying out with proxies, and yeah. I have it now. I just gotta I'm I just when ice riders working, I just like don't want to change at the moment. Yeah, like, why break what's not yeah. uh, broken <laughs> or fix what's not broken or whatever the saying yeah. is. Duralalon is kind of basically a uh which I'm call it it's a uh Vmax type Rowlet with special energies. Mm-hmm. So since since RS like I was following uh Luke's uh Patreon and I read his thing before and he was like, Oh yeah, RS Rapid Strike is gonna be really big. Um so I was like, okay, let me just try Duraladon. Honestly, it I, it felt great, but I felt like at times the deck bricked um but so but because you have that depending on the meta because you have that walling ability you can kind of draw out of it Mm -hmm. um but it does have issues like it's it's kind of like a consistency thing but i think luke has a nice starter base that you can possibly like change around and maybe make it a little bit more consistent and stuff like that that was kind of my experience with it it was that it was a little you can kind of get off to a slow start and i just wasn't seeing at the time no one was playing rapid strike so yeah. like i like it was the suicunes or things that weren't using special yeah. energies uh they were all trying new stuff and i just wasn't getting the benefit of yeah. that ability so but when it worked like it did it did well so that's yeah. why i was still hyped on it but i just kind of like set it to because we had our big post rotation kick ter- kickoff tournament and that's when i set it aside and and that's riders. when you started doing well <laughs> yes yeah at the start it was a lot of shadow rider a lot of ice rider was still going on so and a lot of those decks use basic energy so like, yeah they're all down like okay <laughs> so anything else in the meta you've been playing recently um aside from that honestly i don't have a lot of time to play in tournaments but like just in general on the side i've been messing around with uh the the sky circus rowlet and zation oh geez yeah yeah, just messing around. I remember Cashman tried that, um, and I'm trying to mess around with it, see if I can bring it back. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want more details, the concept is basically, you know, play a heavier count of bird keepers. Um, and you, if you do the math, right, you swing on the VMAX for 230, 
And with two Inteleon pings, that's 60 left for most of the time. Yeah. Can Birdkeeper into uh, maybe boss something else up or um, rope something else up, Birdkeeper, and then take out the VMAX. Um, and it works the same way with uh, Zacian with capes. So it kind oh, of okay. cool scrapper with the capes. So instead um, of putting out another Zacian, you have Birdkeeper and they only take a prize. So you kind of mess with the prize straight a little bit. Yeah, for sure. That definitely would. Um, it have a prize advantage for you, especially you're only losing the rallies. They're forced to yeah, play boss to find something else. There might not be consistent. So still yeah. in the early phases, so I'm not 100 percent sure. I'll probably <laughs> put out a video on it, like at the end of the week. See, but but gonna test some some of that out at locals this week and stuff. Oh, for sure. And so keep it on his channel for that. That, that definitely that hot drop. I, I definitely <laughs> want to get your opinion because it's been a kind of hot topic here locally and kind of just, you know, in the Pokemon community in general. Um, Inteleon, the Sobble Inteleon line um, with shady dealings is basically you just kind of drop that in every deck, almost kind of a replacement for Dedene. So do you feel that Shady dealings being in the majority of decks is a good thing, a bad thing, somewhere in between. Where, where do you kind of fall on the the shady dealings? I think it's a good thing. I think it's it like it takes it shows a lot of ghost Russian because you mm -hmm. can't really just it's it's not as easy as like let me just bench on my Sobble because at the same depending on the deck like if you're playing against Intel uh, not Intellion Suicune yeah. you don't really want to do that because then you up their damage. Um, same thing with. Uh, which we call it playing against a Dragapult. Um, do you play a 70 HP or do you play the Rapid Strike Sobble? That, that can make a difference there. Mm -hmm. um, and depending on the deck, you know, a lot of people are fighting back and forth. Like, it, it's not just a one track, like, this is the straight way to play it. Also, searching, like, you have to know what to search. It's not just like playing drop. Um, so I think it allows a lot more skill expression. Uh, and I've, I, 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 I like it. Yeah, I feel I feel generally it's really healthy for the game um, because you said it's skill skill expression, um, especially in that early to mid game. Uh, I feel I feel like maybe late game it feels a little abusive because it's like you, know, you just find a, a, a level ball or Evo incense and that turns into a boss's order for win, um, where there's not that much skill like or that much decision making to be made. But definitely to get yourself in that winning position, I feel that it's it's pretty good. I, I personally like it. I know Chuck might kind of wavering on that i don't uh, i don't hate it I, I like the idea of it i just the the actual part i don't like is that it's it's all inteleon plus anything in the meta at the moment like i don't i don't see diversity i just see inteleon everywhere well so, that, that is very true but um in in essence that's the like i just want to see other engines come back like um i like the idea of seeing like decks that would like to play Sinchino actually work or um i mean like alteria <laughs> uh not necessarily alteria well the new one yeah the new one yeah the yeah new one um i just want to see other engines i just don't want the game to turn in like not the turn into but everything like if you want a consistency engine it's Inteleon or nothing like that's well, oh, that's. I, I think I like Inteleon line over the Dene line. Like in the past, you would see just oh, Dene everywhere. Um, yeah. So at least that's um, a little bit more slower, <laughs> methodical kind of gameplay. Um, that's I, I what what Sleepy said like is spot on. I like I like the, the skill expression. I play a deck that uses Inteleon. Mm. Um, I like that. It just for me, it's just like I just 
want to see different engines for variety's sake, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I think, we, I think they're starting. Um, I don't know if you saw this morning, I saw Josh Hader posted a list. It was of a Porion, uh, he called it Wet and Wild or Wet and Blade. <laughs> I forgot what the name it was, but it was the base was basically Vaporeon VMAX and Blazigan VMAX. And it used Sencino as a draw engine with, um, I think, a 2-2 or 1-1 line of auxiliary. So I think people are starting to, like, kind of go away because it's, it looks like Dragapult is here to stay. Yeah. So, yeah. like, the Inteleon is maybe not the way to go right now because, like, the, those Sobbles just have so late, low HP. It might not be worth it. Yeah. So and I think Dragapult stays if Inteleon line stays. If if Inteleon gets pushed out as an engine, I think Dragapult might get pushed out. But at that point, I I don't know if how relevant it is. I just don't want to see it get pushed out either. I want it to be viable. I just want other viable options. Like just not that I like. Oh, I like last meta. It's just, I just like the fact that you could use Jirachi, you could use Sinchino, you could use um, none of them. Um, just ditch your hand and go with the Dennett. Like uh, there's just options. Like uh, now it's just like if I build a deck, I'm like, all right, uh, well I got to put Intelli on here. Do I have space for anything else? Like that's all. And yeah. to be honest, a lot of the Sylveon tech don't even run the Intelli on. Yeah. Uh, I think about it. So the, the, I think it's starting to transition a little bit over. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think, think I think it just needs time because um, I think Intellion was like, all right, this is good, and now people are going to take their time to figure out things that aren't necessarily aren't necessarily Inteleon and yeah. build, build decks around it. Yeah, I, I think right now the flavor is pick your color, Inteleon, <laughs> VMAX, let's go. Let's go, yeah. <laughs> That's basically where we are now. Um, spoiler alert for some news ahead. I think that might be changing in the next set, but we'll get there when, when we get to that bridge. Um, before we get there, <laughs> we do need to give John a little bit of grief here because um, he... He's uh, jumping into his his vehicle to record with us. He was at his uh, at his computer. <laughs> <laughs> so explain to the people why you're in your car <laughs> hiding out. Hilarious. <laughs> oh, what you call it? My girlfriend um, is you know as any other most people are. Um, she likes to hire every other week um, a a college student who you know she she comes out and she does she makes money doing odd like jobs and stuff like that mm -hmm. um, and she she just comes by and just helps us clean our house that, um, that's our awesome. so <laughs> um right now she was vacuuming so i didn't want to I, I don't want vacuum sounds to come out on <laughs> guys' podcast. So well, we, we appreciate it, but I just thought it was too funny not to, you know, bring up at least, put you on the hot seat a little bit. Hey, man, anything to help out the community <laughs> and stuff like that, you know, sort of about. For sure. Talk well, about what I heard was he was giving a scholarship to a, a fine college student. That's that's what I'm hearing too. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's helping out. He's helping out any way he can. <laughs> Uh, but uh, talking about charity and helping out the scholarships, um, we I was recently um, a part of your charity event. Um, tell people a little bit about that and, and um, you know, possibly if you're going to do more go, uh, going forward. Uh, yeah, um, the event went great. Um, again, thanks to Jake, uh, Mind Blown TCG, uh, Steven from Floaty Cast and Gumi Gumi, great casters. Um, it was a great experience overall. Um, I definitely want to do more. We raised a total of $361. There we go. Exactly. So not bad for a first tourney. Um, but I definitely have plans to do more. Um, it's, I'm just trying to figure out. 
I learned that I don't know much about streaming, and that's something I have to figure out. Yeah, there um, was a couple of hiccups, so, but I think you did really well, actually, to be yeah. honest, too. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, but still, you know, it's always like that thing's like, okay, cool. It went well. What's next to improve? And, I'm, you know, that's what I'm trying to work on. Um, I'm hoping to maybe try and do one maybe every once a quarter, which is basically like once a set. Mm-hmm. Um, so that way, you know, it's like it's it's not happening. Like I can't really personally, I don't have a full time sponsor, so I can't just throw a, a tournament every week. Um, oh, for sure. So that, you know, you know, we will help you as much as we can over here at Triple P for sure. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> and I appreciate the help. <laughs> oh, no problem. No problem. Uh, but yeah, no, that was like that was a great event. Um, it was actually the last tournament, at least, uh, well, before Pog with the old format. Um, and if people were actually tuning in to watch, uh, Ice Rider ended up winning that, um, and a very similar deck ended up actually winning Pog. So it's like you just had to watch your event to kind of you know see the future, <laughs> basically. <laughs> No, but no, that was that was super awesome. Uh, can't wait to see, you know, going forward, uh, all your events and kind of curious to see what it's going to look like after, you know, this transition period, which we will be getting into uh, shortly. <laughs> all right, though, we have uh, some some new stuff here uh, that we haven't done or the semi new. Um, the, you know, we have our trivia segment here. Yeah, sounds like it's time for some trivia. Trivia, Chuck, you you got one, I got one. You want to start us off here? All right, I, I'll go first. Mine might be easy, might be hard. We'll see. Yeah, every time you I, say it's easy, so please don't time me on this one. It's not. There's no timing on this one. I'm, I'm going for another maybe trick question. Uh, um, it's TCG related. So, what are the four ways to win a game in the Pokemon trading card game? There's four ways. Four ways. So obviously, uh, all six prizes. Prizes, yeah. Knock out uh, your deck Pokemon, out. deck out, or knock out your opponent's Pokemon. Uh, yes. Uh, where they have zero. What is this? We said prizes, right? Yeah, yeah, prizes, Pokemon knocking out. Um, and then what What was the other one? The, um, deck out. Deck out, yep. Where's the fourth one There's there? There's a fourth one? There's a fourth one. It's, hmm. it's, it's not enough. It won't be a standard in standard. It's a different way. We're going... Oh, turn one donk where you can't ever your opponent never gets to play. That's the same thing as killing. I guess, I guess so. Yeah. Um, it's it's not in standard, oh. so you can't do it in standard. Oh, oh no no no! It, it's it's unknown. You get oh, unknown. Actually, uh, <laughs> okay, you win. Yeah, <laughs> there's several there's unknown ways to win. There's, there's the five. damage one that's banned. There's also the hand one. <laughs> Uh, there's also another card called the uh, using the Lost World card with the Lost Zone. If you oh, wow, know, it's yeah, a stadium. Yeah. That's before my time. Uh, that's from that is way Le- before my time. <laughs> it's from Call of Legends, so that's an older card. Woo, yeah, expecting yeah, get out of here with that. I didn't I'm even have a known on unknown. there though, but <laughs> you win. You got it because that's four. You said so, four. I got four. <laughs> yeah, you got four. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Way to go, John. Good, good job there. <laughs> okay. Okay, I got one. Um, out of all the standard legal, so sword and shield up, what set has the most amount of cards in that per- particular set? And bonus if you get the number right. Oh. <laughs> Wait, is it in standard only? Standard, so sword and shield up. Yeah. What set has the most cards in that set? 
Are including secret rares? Yes. That throws everything out the window. Seriously, that does. Uh, I have a guess. I want to say it's between... It's definitely... I want to say... Jeez, was it? I, I think it's Sword and Shield or Evolving Skies, to be completely honest. Which uh, one? Yeah, I, I'm going to say... Battle Styles. I'm going to say Evolving Skies. Yep, Chuck, you're right. So Evolving Skies has 203 cards plus 34 secret rares. Well, I guess so. that's a total of 237. Uh, but the Sword and Shield base just at, before the secret rares is 202. So you were right by one card. Uh, <laughs> so let's go. Good job, Chuck. All right. <laughs> I think that's the first one I got right. <laughs> Well, yeah, right. last 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 week's I wouldn't have got right either. So, <laughs> all right, so now it's time for some random card madness. Oh, great! I don't even have PTCGO up to look at these cards. So I will. That's all right. We're gonna create a random number. Uh, for John, you haven't done this before. I'm just gonna create a random number between one and two hundred and three for evolving skies, and then we're gonna find out what the card. Uh, it'll correspond to one of the cards and then we're going to talk about whether you would if this card is worth sleeving and putting in a deck or you just leave it in your binder um and if it's a pokemon if it's a pokemon we usually talk about the whole evolution line because you don't have one without the other yeah for sure. all right so random card generation number 54 is mareep mareep so Oh, that, that has the rear kick ability and then electro ball attack uh, evolves into the ever popular Flaffy. Flaffy. Uh, and the ill forgotten also Ampharos is the stage two. What does even Ampharos do? Nothing. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at it right those. now. I can... um, 100 plus damage. Uh, you may discard three electric energies uh, from this Pokemon if you do. This attack does 120 more damage, so a maximum of 120 or 220 damage for mm. for three lightning and a colorless. <laughs> no three <thank> lightning. <laughs> I mean, Flaffy is obvious. That can go in a lot of lightning decks. Ampharos could be a tech, technically, for Decidueye. If you're yeah, really just... scared of Decidueye. That is true. <laughs> yeah, so I would say... The ever popular four four one going into some uh, to a, a match, <laughs> um, but I'm gonna say we keep that in our collection to make a deck. So obviously, Rayquaza was the obvious choice, um, you know, right off the bat. But I've been finding more success and actually just more of a fun play around with Flappy with Bolton. Just having a straight Bolton deck. Uh, with Flappy seems really fun. It's been pretty, I wouldn't say it's like A class, S class, whatever, but it's definitely competitive. Um, so I like that card. Well, yeah, no, I, I think the line is good. Um, I think th it just hasn't found the right partner yet. Um, but I did, it's, I know that there's like this like lightning box semi like underground. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's it isn't the best deck but i can see how like the concept of that can work with flaffy like i i think i played it on ladder and and lost to it in sudden death <laughs> so like yeah 
I was also not playing the best deck, but like still, I was just like, what the heck is this? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to throw the curveball because our random num- number generator did pick Mareep specifically. Mareep. And, um, now, the line is good, uh, as all you said, but I'm going to say this Mareep goes into the binder because if I'm going to play Flaffy or even the old forgotten Ampharos, I'm going to use the, the Chilling Rain Mareep, which has 10 extra hit points. Earth. Well, what's the retreat cost on that Chilling Rain? Didn't that Chilling Rain have two? Uh, it does. I mean, Sorry, I don't know. Like yeah, one. yeah. I mean, we have, it's only air balloon it's, anyway, but. I feel like it's a waste of an air balloon. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I'd rather go with the lower retreat cost. Right now with Dragon Ball, yes, I would go with the 70 HP one. I mean, but, but does that really save you in the long, like the grand scheme of things? Maybe, I guess. Uh, but he's still it, two-shotting it, it the, the you know, the, the Flaffies whenever you bolt them. You know, you at least get a use out of the Flaffy. True. If you're really digging, <laughs> I guess, but I, I, it kind of that kind of reminds me of what the that was the Inke in the in the Malamar deck, and people are like, let's just play the dark Inke because he has 10 H extra HP, uh, for for mm. this uh sniping or for what was it, Underworld or not Underworld but for Calyrax. Uh, yeah. so it, it makes a difference, <laughs> yeah, when I'm, you get him out, but I'm it one that does that, work. it makes a difference, <laughs> it made top 16, I guess so. <laughs> If you can find it, it makes a huge difference. <laughs> the, the question is whether you can, you can find it, it yeah. because it doesn't have very many just search for a dark Pokemon cards or things like that. Yeah. So, well, either way, I think I'll still keep the sixty HP one. Keep it in yeah. my uh, in my decks. Yeah. Either way, if you, I think this is a card. With talking the whole line, you're going to keep in your. Uh, it's sleeveable for a deck. Bottom for sure. For sure. Flashy. Yeah. All right, um, let's keep it moving. We got a lot of news to talk about later. So let's go right into our Whimsy Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, trainers and Pokemon alike, you're listening to the Whimsy Watch. This is R for Gaming, but you can call me Ryan. This week's meta was super diverse with all the different decks that made it into the top eight. There was one thing that wasn't so diverse. That was everyone's benches being full of a certain shady looking blue Pokemon. That's right, I'm talking about you, Inteleon. Most decks are running the Inteleon engine to make their decks consistent, and it really shows in the meta stats. I'm personally very concerned with most of the top decks using the same support Pokemon. I believe that it makes these decks all feel very similar, and that's what worries me the most, stagnation. But enough of my rambling, on to the decks that made it into the top 8 club the most. Coming in at number 5, we have Jilteon and Teleon. Jilteon and Teleon returning to the top 8 club with 16 showings in this week's meta. Jilteon is still preying on those low HP support Pokemon, slowing down their opponents enough to take the wins it needs to take many spots in the top 8. Number 4, Sylveon. Sylveon showing us that diversity doesn't hurt when trying to make it into the top 8. With 20 showings in the top 8, Sylveon and their Rapid Strike friends help dismantle lots of top decks like the Urshifus, Zacians, and Jolteons, and many more. Look out for this evolution, for it has lots of friends backing it up. Coming in at number 3, we have Zacian. The dynamic Doggo Duo are back with 21 showings in the top 8. 
this deck's popularity is a no-brainer, with two of the bestest of boys by your side, and a monkey. Who wouldn't think this deck would perform well? Number 2, Umbreon Urshifu. Umbreon Urshifu comes in kicking its cooler, better-looking brother out of the top 8 with this week's performance. With 24 showings in the top 8, Umbreon Urshifu tells you to stand back as it KOs almost everything in one blow with either Single Strike Urshifu or Umbreon. Watch out, this deck is coming for the top and I don't think anyone wants to be in its way. Number 1, Dragapult Inteleon. Who would have thought that Shadow Rider would be this week's most popular deck in the meta? Well, two months ago you couldn't convince a six-year-old that it wasn't the top deck. Well, that all changed with Evolving Skies. Dragapult has shown that it is the superior psychic deck with 27 showings in the top eight. That's it for our top eight. Let us know on Twitter and watch Whimsy what you think of the meta. Now onto the decks that took home the gold. With the meta starting to be solved, we had some strong showings this week. Starting off, we have Zacian winning two tournaments. We had the Turtwig Dens tournament of 107 won by user Rain. Next, we had the Excalibur Saturday of 63 won by user 1CuzMidMaskin. Dragapult Inteleon won three tournaments. Starting off with the Ice Tray of 115 won by user DarkRyFan22. Next, we have the Sunny's Weekly of 63, won by Hazik Dazul. Last but not least, the Excalibur Thursday of 61, won by Chris Chop 94. Umbreon Urshifu took home three golds, starting off the Sableye Sunday of 91, won by Ikaizu. Next, the LA Series 24 of 57, won by user Sencha. Last but not least, the Atlas 2K of 104, won by user Lou, and that's L-E-U, not L-O-U. Next up, Jolteon and Talion took home four golds this week. Starting off, the Bubble Cup Qualifier of 54, won by user Zamu. Next, the AFD Weekly of 66, won by Blueface Baby. Next, the Mallow Tourney of 144, won by user Enter the Ninja. Last but not least, the Yos Fe Thursday Madness of 114, won by Shino 0801. And the heaviest hitter this week, Sylveon, coming in with six golds. Starting off the Sunday Open of 271 by user Snowman. Next, the Southeast Asia Open of 79, won by user Kang Faley. Next, the Australia TCG Series 44 of 109, won by user Catron. Next, the Chill Series of 541, won by user Raiji Nishiguchi. Next, the Australia TCG Series 43 of 105, won by user Ryoma. Last but not least, the Late Night Series of 336, won by user TheZero, FenZero. And some honorable mentions for this week, we have Zamu taking home the third place in the Bubble Cup Qualifier with a solo Dracozolt VMAX deck. I was surprised to see this deck and very pleased to see Off Meta making it in the top 8. 
and we have user Gibby Tang Archer winning the Atlas Collectibles Funny Bunny Season 4 with Weezing Inteleon coming in with an, another off-meta deck winning, uh, winning an entire tournament with Weezing Inteleon. Man, this deck is so weird, but you know what? I can respect it. Shutting off abilities is super cool. That does it for this week's Whimsy Watch. Be sure to join in the roundtable discussions on the Discord every Wednesday at 5 p.m. EST for the most thought-provoking discussions and the best debates. I hope you all enjoyed and had a wonderful time. Until next time, be safe and take care, Pokemon trainers. All right. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you. Thank Starting you. to get a little bit more comfortable over there. Um, doing a good job, my friend. All right. It's time for the news. Yes, so we do have a lot of news and we will get to PTCG live. I think that's the biggest news of the week slash year slash, you know, last 10 years. Um, but before we do that, I don't want to I don't want to pass up an article that was revealed right shortly before um, we have the 100 uh, fusion art cards that were revealed. Now, a lot of these were already um you know known in past articles but there were a few cards that were revealed uh in this article that were not previously known um so were there any that stood out to any of you guys first and foremost i know i have my the one that i really want to talk about but uh other than that were there any other ones that you guys wanted to talk about i have a couple but i'll defer to sleepy first if he has any uh, no nah, i think not anything that sticks out to me all right personally I'll okay. take the first one um, because I, I it's the best boy is Bolton VMAX is mm -hmm. getting a card and he's basically doing the same attack, but as a VMAX. So you can get a bigger best boy and yeah. not die in one attack like usually happens. Yeah. So he's, he's really good uh, because he does that uh, the same attack, but he also has that max bolt for uh, lightning, lightning colorless that does 240 damage. And then he can't use that attack next turn. So early game, say your, your turn two, um, it's not unreasonable that you're going to get that up and running. And that's more damage than you're typically going to get with the, you know, the, the lightning storm. Um, so pretty versatile i think I, I definitely like that it's and with 320 hp he's pretty chunky yeah i mean i just i'm always been a fan of bolton um mm -hmm. and anything any of the pokemon that looks like dogs but um just seeing him get a, a v max and he has an attack that will a like you brought up we basically give him something to do early game that's not just accelerate energies if you want to evolve him up to the VMAX early. Yeah. So. Yeah. We were talking about the Flaffy with Bolton just earlier with the, the, the random card madness. Um, they can just throw Bolton VMAX into that and it'd be pretty good. Mm -hmm. All right. You want to th show, throw out one of yours? Yeah. So I, I'm just going to jump right, right to this. I think this is going to have a huge impact on the meta. Now I don't think it's going to be a number one meta deck. Um, but I do, we were talking about Intelli online with the shady dealings, and I think this might put an end to it, or at least an end to it in every single deck where we're like shady dealings plus whatever color. And that is Greedent VMAX. Um, so he has two attacks, mm. but we're really talking about his first attack here. Um, the big stocks, um, it does 30 damage. If your opponent's active Pokemon was knocked out by damage, from this attack, take two more prize cards. 
Uh, so who needs ADP? Who needs ADP? So you're doing 30, which isn't in itself a lot, uh, but you got to consider that he is a colorless Pokemon and there is powerful colorless energy um, that boosts damage. So if you attach one of those, that's 50 damage. Um, plus, if you have a Zigzagoon ping or an Inteleon yourself to, to ping something, or if you have two colorless powerful energies, you are knocking out Drizziles. Um, and then you can just Echoing Horn and boss him, or not even boss, Toy Catcher with a ping, and there you go. There's game. Um, so you can just talk, take out two little babies and, and win the game. <laughs> I, I hate this card. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I don't know. It, 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 um, I hate it. I hate the more prize mechanic, but I, I, don't, I think it's over overhyped, to be honest. So, okay. <laughs> I, I know a specific what, sequence to happen. Specific. It's not that hard to, to, <laughs> to get one toy or to get one Zigzagoon ping, one colorless powerful energy on there, uh, and then toy catcher or boss or rope or something. That doesn't seem too difficult. And then you you say you, you some people might say, and I guess this is more going into text, but some people might say, yeah, once you get to Drizzile, then he's not basic and you don't have to worry about it. But there is a card that might just say, uh-uh, I don't care. And that is Bonnet. So you can de-evolve them. <laughs> ping them and do all that over again <laughs> yeah if you're uh, building a deck around it yeah i think it'll be an okay deck i don't think it'll win any tournaments though i think it's just relying I, it, on okay like, it depends <laughs> so it, it, it's not i don't think it's as big of a gatekeeper as adp was uh, adp was just yes. abusive now i think if you call the meta correctly um aka having all of these baby prizers out there and they're in the majority of decks and people don't adjust uh, I think it. I think you can just walk over a tournament um, with this deck uh, because you don't have to worry about those big boys. Um, again, people can adjust. Um, it's kind of like that Decidueye kind of a thing where people won't adjust for it. It does well, and then you kind of you see that kind of rotation. Um, so this will at least kind of make that triangle as far as like the supporter line or the Pokemon support line. Uh, maybe. Maybe you're just like, oh, maybe I should get a roll box Pokemon and kind of do that kind of thing. Or do I really want to do this? So it, at least it yeah. opens up to different mindsets when you're creating decks where it's not just throw them in and that's it. It opens up the options of maybe an Articuno engine, Articuno V engine, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Stuff like it, that. Like it all those Vs that... Again, I think it will change the meta. I don't think it will be a number one tier deck, but I think it will make decks respected enough that they've changed the way they build their decks potentially I, yeah i just hate it i hate i hate after worrying <laughs> i hate have to, i i thought i was done worrying about extra prizes so so was i <laughs> um but you know rapid striker such a should broken feel, number I, I know i know oh yeah let's, two, let's, two is a lot <laughs> i mean i i, yeah. I I'll, I'll be honest, the, the person that breaks this is the person that figures out how to take out VMAXs with it. And and I mean by they got to pair it with something that hits harder and then clean up with greed and VMAX. But I don't know how you get away with that without just losing, losing greed and VMAX before you see that. Like um, Okay, so again, but, let's, uh, let's go into the numbers here. So his second attack is three colorless and it does 160 and then draw three cards. Um, but 160, that, the 160 doesn't, or wait, two shots almost every VMAX. 
Um, and say you, uh, say you pair him with Bennett and you hit that 160. And so you have options. So you maybe can take out that VMAX, but maybe you de-evolve him and then do that. That is a basic Pokemon. Um, now you're knocking out a V for, for four prizes um, at that point. So you're with the powerful colorless, you know, you're, you're really, it's not unreasonable to not or to two shot or be with that kind of combination. Um, again, it's kind of niche. We'll see. Um, <laughs> extra prizes. Somebody will make it active. Work. Basic Pokemon is probably what's going to hold it back. I get yeah. it. The fact you that have it, to knock out the active back basic. So you have the to active knock them basic. Out. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. Fighting decks are a big thing right now with both Urshifus. And well, this guy's very weak to that. So um, why don't you go ahead and see. talk about the other card that makes it a little easier for him to do? Oh, so the Galarian <laughs> Cursola. Um, <laughs> let me pull that up. I was looking at Greedent. Cursola. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how this will really fit in there because it is an attack, so it does waste a turn, and that kind of is counterintuitive when it comes to like that extra prize mechanic. And why can't I find this? Yeah. Um, I want to read it like <laughs> word for word. For you if you want, yeah, I, I still can't find it yet. I, I mean, I know basically what it is, but if you want to so go ahead, stage one, it has the attack that what you're looking for is the attack compulsory restoration. You put a basic V. From your opponent's discard pile under the pen under their bench, then put damage counters on that Pokemon until its remaining HP is 30. So it's echoing horn for basic V and then putting it in gradient knockout zone. So, yeah. so if you have the ability to do that and then toy catcher it and then knock out with Greedent, then you're taking four prizes. But it's a two-turn thing. Yeah. It, so I don't know if I like that as far we'll see maybe you knock out a, a basic and then you do that the next turn um but when there whenever there's multiple prize like uh, manipulation um somebody will make it work yeah oh yeah, yeah i agree i agree the extra prize mechanic is definitely something to think about but i think that damage of 30 is is just it's, it's very too niche to make it like adp wise adp was just <laughs> to pause yeah, 30 ADP, yeah adp was ADP was abusive for a lot of different reasons um, and energy acceleration, um, you know, extra damage uh, throughout the rest of the game and all that good stuff. So um, hopefully it's not as oppressive as that, but we'll see. Time will tell. Yep. <laughs> all right. So let's I get have, in. Oh, okay. So I have one more. I just wanted to get your guys' kind of opinions on, because I like them. It's the, there's two cards, but they're the cross receiver Ooh. and the cross switcher. Mm -hmm. um, the Ooh. receiver, the receiver is basically a versus seeker, but you need to have two cross receivers in your hand. And then the cross switcher is a Guzma, but you need to have two cross switchers in your hand. Basically, like a, a cross between custom catcher and supporters that we like from before yeah. but so, so cross switcher yes. i think is pretty good after boss's orders uh um rotates if it rotates um depending on you know what pokemon does um the cross receiver i'm not sure if i like it being you know that you can only do that twice i know people used to like uh vs seeker but you get four of those um so then it was just boosting your you know your chances to get x trainer from your discard pile 
this just seems a little too clunky if you want to use that kind of strategy. So I don't know. What what do you think, Tom? Uh, I think cross receiver is, is okay. I think it's an interesting card kind of like versus seeker vibes. Um, but versus seeker, at least from my experience in expanded makes you build decks a little bit different Mm -hmm. because it's a single use item. You kind of play less and you can, you, you can play more niche supporters because of that. Um, this, I don't think you can do that. I think this is just more like kind of plays kind of like an Eldegoss, mm-hmm. but since you're not taking up a bench space, you, they, 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 they're, they're balancing that by adding, having to play two cards. Um, cross receiver, is it cross switcher or cro- cross switcher, right? Um, cross receiver and cro- cross switcher. Yeah. Yeah. Cross switcher. Honestly, I don't like at all. I played during the custom catcher era. And I hated the fact that you like would have one custom catcher mm-hmm. and can never gust for game, um, even though you you've had the game for like ever. Um, but in the case of custom catcher, I think it was better because it did have that dual effect. Yeah, it acted as a consistency card. This it's 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 useless if it's just one card. Well, custom catcher, if you, even if you had one co- copy of it it wasn't completely useless. So I think that's where these cards kind of fall. Like they only have that one use. So I wish now, they would have had that like one card use and stuff like that. Now yeah. to be fair though, it is going to be a fusion strike um, card. So depending on how easy or whatever mechanics come out with the, f- the fusion, um, it might be easier to find it you know, like versus the old custom catcher. Um, I guess that's time. Time will tell there. Um, yeah. yeah. I was- I was just going to bring up that point too. Is if because it has the fusion strike tag. If they ever get anything that lets you find a fusion strike card, if you have one yes. in your hand, you can get the second one. So yes, sure. if, yeah, yeah. But at the current state, I don't know if they're it, it, it. It'll be powerful in a fusion strike deck if if there's a card that say I don't know a supporter or some kind of a Pokemon that allows you to search for like one or two trainers or I don't know. I was trying to do a quick search while you guys were talking, and the only one that gets something is Smurgle, but that's on an attack, <laughs> so it's not helping. No, but, yeah, it's not helping. Yeah. Okay, right. so I think now we jump into the news where everybody's talking uh, about. Everybody's been hoping for a new client with lots of uh, you know things on their wish list, and Pokemon as delivered on the news that we are getting a new app. Um, so it's very mixed feelings, I think, uh, in the community in general at the moment. Um, but you want to kind of go over some of the bullet points here first, Chuck, before we kind of get into discussion? Um, yeah. So just to basically the, the hot points is that uh, Pokemon TCG Online will transfer, uh, will eventually turn into basically Pokemon TCG Live. At one point in time, uh, they don't have a hard release date, but we're thinking somewhere around Fusion Strike mm-hmm. um, in November's release. Um, shortly before the release of Live, online will stop existing. Yeah. Um, and that's to help get everyone transferred over to Live. That's supposed to help it in the process when you end one before the other. Um, so all of your collection will transfer over from your current online well, I should say not all of your collection. Your collection will transfer over to from online to live with four of, of each card that you own. B- 
because you cannot own more than four of one single copy of a card in live because there is no more trading in live. Um, yeah. so there's no need to own more than four of one card. Um, I do want to note out that you do only get one prism um, card and yeah. a spec as well. Yeah. Um, but you can only play one of those per deck. So you will not be able to carry over those um, if you have multiples. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can only have 59 copies of an energy card. Um, and you can only have one individual piece of each V union as well. Yes. Um, so uh, basic, if there's a limit on the card to be played in a deck, that is the limit you can actually have in the on live um, in your collection. Yeah. Um, uh, there be there's going to be avatars and items that you will get to create your own avatar. Um, none of your avatar items are going to transfer from currently. So, say by Charizard and Pikachu, yeah, take a picture <laughs> of them, they're going to go away. Um, so, as for the rest of your collection that's transferring over, um, they are only the Upon release, you will only have your collection from Sun and Moon, Lost Thunder, up. Mm -hmm. um, the uh, uh, the it will go back further to uh, black and white, I believe, yeah. um, for the complete expanded format. Uh, but that will be done in a future update. I'm assuming they just need more time to get the cards into the game or uh, or such. So um, standard will be most standard play and a little bit of expand basically half of expanded um will come and the rest of expanded will come later so it's, basically just be able to play expanded though no. yeah i was just i i've I just oh. read that as i was saying half <laughs> expanded but you won't be able to pick expanded as a format to play in um so it's only standard format to begin with even though uh, half the collection isn't standard but you can still have them in there for later expanded format launch um other bullet points to have there's going to be uh, three currencies in the game um you're going to have just coins crystals and credits mm -hmm. now uh to go over each one of these um you're going to we'll go with credits first credits are things that you're going to get for extra copies of cards so like i said you can only earn four uh so i've opened a bunch of evolving skies i already have four rayquaza v's i open more evolving skies in pokemon live i get another rayquaza v they take that card and turn it into credits instead of a fifth copy um, you can use that currency in of credits to convert uh, you can redeem them for single cards to your collection so there is going to be a dust system in in pokemon live um, then the coins are going to be used for cosmetic items and apparel, um, decks, boxes, and sleeves. Um, those are going to be earned through um, quests and probably the battle pass as well, other in-game ways. And then there's crystals, a third currency, which will be used to buy booster packs, promo cards, in-game bundles, all kind, and to upgrade your battle pass or premium pass that you can have in the game uh basically that's going to be the one that you probably have to purchase with actual money most likely um and then uh, i did say the big word of battle pass 
Um, so they will have a pass where you can uh, do daily quests to level up and unlock new rewards. Uh, and there's going to be daily quests and you can enhance the battle pass with a premium pass or a premium pass plus to have more rewards to unlocked. Um, and next that the battle pass and last two quick things I'm seeing the bullet point is you're going to get eight free pre-constructed decks to begin with and big point uh, you're going to have both ranked and casual play in the client a ranked ladder for your online matches let's go <laughs> so I, I i dropped a lot of bombs on that uh with a lot of stuff so where do you want to start talking like anywhere um, anywhere just pick up a topic i think let's talk. start at the the ranked ladder i think um <laughs> i think this is what most people have been wanting for a long long time um, and I only see this as a good thing, um, being able to compete, um, against, you know, especially at those higher ranks, um, where you're almost kind of guaranteeing you're going to get, um, you know, play against people at your skill level that are just as driven to be competitive as you are, if you are playing in this, um, which only will make your skill level go up. So I think that is super awesome. Plus, uh, obviously the better you do, the more rewards you get, uh, the better that goes for, for you there. I'm sure there'll be some kind of like bling that you get to keep um, for, you know, for yourself to show how well you've done in the past um, different seasons and stuff like that. Um, so looking forward to that. I don't know what your first initial thoughts are on that, um, Sleepy. Well, I think ranked is great. I think um, it's, I found it crazy that for a while ptcgo the pokemon company has like ranked ladder in almost every single uh basically vgc iteration but mm -hmm. they couldn't do it in ptcgo i'm like you have the base for a ranked system but you never install it got it done so yeah. that I never understood why they didn't just copy that over but now to see it here is going to be great because it's like you know that need to compete that stuff where like i don't like i don't have personally <laughs> have time to play in a tournament every night because yeah. I, I work a nine to five so it'd be nice to be able to get on a ranked ladder and actually possibly get on somebody who's around the same play level as me and get like some actual decent practice um i know there's a hidden elo in ptcgo but honestly it's not the best like you go to ranked here you kind of split the two yeah. you go to ranked it ranked if you really want to get serious and then you have standard if you want to do something silly like I don't know, <laughs> play with Alakazam cards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but you brought up a good point, though, saying about, you know, playing in random tournaments. And a lot of people, you know, you have full-time job. Like myself, I wake up at 4 a.m. There is no way I'm going to be able to play in Zach Lesage's late-night event or, yeah. or anything like that. Um, so whenever I have time to play, um, like, serious time to play competitively i'm never able to because there's nothing there for me right now so the, for me i'm excited because i can jump on almost at any time at this point and get a good competitive game in um mm -hmm. to kind of try to up my level so that's like huge for me yeah and, and having a ranked ladder just lets you like know that you can when you have a deck like uh, I mean, maybe like i've been playing ice rider and you're like i want to just keep practicing this and you want to kind of like throw it against the meta like if you go and rank you know you're going to hit like people that are in a in your because it does <clears throat> does match you against players of similar skill so there's going to be some sort of skill-based matchmaking behind it 
And but you're going to hit players of your similar rank. So if you're higher rank, you're going to expect to see better decks and get better, more matchups with what you're trying to get rather than just any old randomness you might get on the ladder. Because uh, I mean, you don't that's where casual like they have casual now for people that want to play their Alakazam deck. Oh, for sure. And and I think that's also good for content creators like Sleepy here. Like if he wanted to play Alakazam and make a deck video out of it, um, and then he's running into all these. Yeah, yeah. And then then you're running into ADPs the whole time. This is going to help you not do that. The the people that want to play Alakazam can not have to play ADP every single matchup. So Yeah, or greedy. Exactly. I love it. Honestly, even I think Little Dark Fury said it in his video. He's like, "Yeah, I'm probably gonna be making my videos on that um um the standard ladder." But you know, it's great yeah. to have that because now it's tough. Sometimes I feel like on PTCGO as a content creator right now, it's kind of like when you hit record, and it's it. Sometimes I feel like it takes like a good hour, hour and a half to get a, a, at least a decent game. Yeah, people don't understand that. You know, it looks like hey, hey, he only played one game with that deck. Actually, no, we probably played <laughs> who knows how many games before we actually took one that we thought was good to show. So oh, for like, sure, for sure. Um, so do you I think, think it'll make it a lot easier? Do you think this rank ladder will have any effect on the online tournaments like the Chill Series, Late Night Series, all these um, uh, Sunday Opens and things like that? Um, do you think that's going to take the attention off of those guys um, in the short term or even the long term where you think we might not see those? Um, I don't. I, go ahead. <laughs> no, Sleepy, you go first. I don't think so. I think people, honestly, as much as I think people like clout. Yeah. So I think people feel like they get a lot of clout from these uh, because, again, you're playing against a lot of other fellow content creators, a lot of, um, you know, a lot of people in the community and in an organized session. And that's the best thing we have right now us, um, until IRL comes back. Rank yeah. ladder is more like, let me just grind um, until I reach ranked. And then once you're ranked, ranked, maybe you'll continue to like to um to maybe see like i don't know if there's going to be a leaderboard like kind of like in unite right now where there once you hit master rank there's a leaderboard um mm-hmm. so if you really want to grind that out to that leaderboard you go on that leaderboard but um you, you can stop at master because that's like that once you get to master your state you stay there and i i forget how you get like an insane amount of rewards which i think mm-hmm. it's gonna you know happen yeah for sure okay uh, so that, okay sorry Chuck. i was i was I, I don't think the rank ladder is going to have that much of a, a deal on like the the online tournament scene, trying to like that, like not kind of steal their thunder. Um, like Sleepy said, more people people will do both. They just want to be high and they're going to be they want the clout. They want to be high ranked. They want to win the online tournament too. I think mm-hmm. the the fact that there is no trading in that's what in, I was going to ask you asked. in the game at all. So there's no troll trades there's no give me 52 packs for your one your suicune suicune. (laughs) yeah uh none of that which is a different discussion but that's going to be the weird thing where i think online tournaments kind of have to adapt because they can't use that trade us one pack entry fee to support their prize pool anymore so they got to find a new way to kind of if unless everything just becomes free um to yeah dish out prizes or things like that yeah Yeah, i think i think that's what's going to change i think there's like 
I think a lot of TOs who kind of won like um, those smaller turn tournaments that kind of push out their um, what's call it their their they have a pack entry. Yeah. Um, I think they're gonna get pushed out. Um, it's 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 just a lot of work. It's already one a lot of work to do it on PTCGO as is. Two, um, you run into a lot of risk of some like I guess you could send people codes. But then you run the risk of people sending you codes that have already been redeemed, and it it, it just becomes a headache. Yeah. Um, trying to track that down and stuff like that. So that's where I think you know if you're not sponsored, if you're not somebody, if you're not a sponsored tournament, I think you're kind of gonna get like, like you're just gonna disappear if, yeah. if you're not a sponsored TL. Yeah, yeah I feel like tournaments like us are. Or... Uh, unless they find a, a new like someone comes up with a really innovative way to do prize uh, uh, some sort of prize support even though it's an online tournament that it doesn't revolve around codes or something then that, well you can distribute codes in um limitless actually so um actually i i found the tool but i had already gotten had the pack so i didn't do it but I, it said distribute and you paste the codes and it distributes the prizing accordingly yeah, okay. actually but the problem is I'm like paying for that. It is yeah. like if you want to run a paid tournament or like a pack entry tournament, that's where the issue comes in. Yeah. I think prize distribution is fine. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it'll be a little bit of a sticky situation. I'm sure well, the community uh, already kind of came, came together uh, with, you know, the Limitless and all these online tournaments and all this stuff. Um, so I, I know this community will find a way to keep this game going. Um, with or without Pokemon's support or, you know, um, backing, I guess. Um, but you kind of did bring up a good point when it came to trading. So I think that's kind of the next jumping point where we want to jump into. Um, there will be no um, online trading, no public trading, no trading with friends. Um, how do you guys feel about this? I know I'm kind of a mixed bag about this, um, but I want to give you guys an opportunity to speak first. Well, so that that's referring to the fact that if you, so there's no trading in general. Mm -hmm. So if you want to get a card that you didn't happen to pull in a pack, there now is a card creation system. Whereas you're creating, like I said earlier, the credits currency, which is like a dust or a, um, a resources pool that you get. Mm -hmm. And you spend those on cards that you want because you can create any card. It's so far. It says you can create any card you would want, with the proper amount of credits. So um, I, I'm on the fence on that because it really depends on, I was never, I'm not a huge fan of trading in PTCGO, but um, I'm not a huge fan of the card creation dust system either uh, because uh, the dust system tends to lead to more of a money-making system, which means I'm spending more money, but yeah. Um, the card creation is nice depending on how quickly we can earn basically earn the dust um, how and how much the ratio is for what we use it how like how quickly we get extra cards that turn into x amount of dust that mm -hmm. we convert well how much does a new card cost how many cards are we going to end up having to convert to get a new card all those ratios aren't really out there at the moment so it's kind of like for me, that's the big TBD on whether I really like it or not, because it depends on how much extra I have to grind just to get to build the deck that I don't happen to pull out of packs. Mm. 
How about you, John? How, how do you feel about this? Um, at first, I was on that boat where I was just like, oh, no, trading isn't their crap. But the more I thought about it, I think it's better for the game. I think overall, like, the trading on PTCGO, it, it's it's the market there is just over, like, it's, it's it gets insane sometimes. Yeah. So, honestly, I think at that point, like, like you're already you're already dropping like Shadow Rider Calyrex. I still don't have a place that because they're twenty plus uh, uh, yeah. each V Max. They might be um, dropping that's here. <laughs> that's insane. Um, it's and that's just too much. And it's just like what? That's how much you're already dropping. Who knows how much to buy the card anyway? So yeah, to sure. me, yeah. like you're already dropping to maybe pay the codes to get the card right away. So I think this Dustin system, if they are, if they allow us to maybe buy dust, I think it'll be fine. I don't um, think they'll allow you to I think buy dust. Was... What? I don't think they'll allow you to buy dust because that's basically just buying individual cards. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, yeah, yeah, but um, but anyway, but still, like, um, I just think overall, like, you'll, I think, even if you can't buy it, you can grind it. I think you'll be able to accumulate enough to get what you need mm -hmm. um between sets um and it, it makes it it makes the price which i hope happens um it'll make the prices more level like a shadow rider v is going to be the same price as an Ampharos v because i'm pretty sure they're going to go by rarity yes they I'm are looking that's, at other card games and stuff like that that's the so it makes it a lot easier that's the part that's kind of a little it's a double-edged sword for me on that because i'm looking mm. at it because it, 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 you are right it's going to make the shadow riders level out so that i'm not spending an inordinate amount of dust just getting shadow riders but i also liked building multiple decks when a set came out and if i don't get enough dust out of it out of what i purchase then i'm throwing i have to throw more money at it just to maybe build the blaziken zero aura deck that came out in mm. battle styles that's yeah. not good but i want to try it out which I was easily able to do for the price of a weekend's purchase of packs on, on just, you know, on the yeah. whim, but now would, would be maybe a serious grind to try and even build that deck. That's, that's where I'm like, maybe I'm not going to be able to build as many decks as I want to just try out a bunch of different yeah. things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that kind you're... of, Ooh. Oh, so sorry. you're more about you. You don't mind dropping a ton of money to get what you need, I guess. There, it's not necessarily. A, I don't mind dropping a ton of. I, I didn't necessarily okay. have to drop a ton of money because I'm. I'm just like you. I still don't have a play set of Shadow Riders because I didn't deem mm. the twenty packs worth it. But maybe I take those twenty packs and I build four decks with it. So I have Blaze and Zerora. I have all these other decks that maybe aren't. They're not going to go out and win me a tournament, but I can have fun on the ladder with them. Where I'm not okay. going to be able to build build four different ones with how much dust I get, yeah. But it, but I can a yeah. I can go build myself Shadow Rider instead and just grind away with that. Yeah. So yeah. so this is my problem here is that the part of the no trading I do not like is is for you know we're you know a group of friends. Hey, I need you know X card for this for this deck uh, for this tournament, um, and I would say, hey, I have no problem you know, lending you this or for like we're, you know, content creators streaming or whatever and a new player comes, it, hey, here's all this extra bulk that's going to help you. Um, all these, you know, here's a bunch of packs here. They get you started. Uh, and that always is a good thing, um, which I am very bummed that that's kind of going to go away. Um, but then also on the other end, 
Yeah, we, we were just talking about that. And I'm looking at Shay's post here on Twitter where it is uh, 42 packs for a Suicune. Um, and you're not going to see that. So, <laughs> you, 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 hey, I want, I want a Suicune. And then you go on the trade market and all you can find the best deal is 42 packs. That sounds a little suspect to me um if you're looking for a specific v you know all those rarities are going to line up so if you want a zashian or a suicune they're going to be x amount of points um so really it really matters again to to be determined like chuck said where does that price point line up um are we going are we going one to one are we going two to one are we going five to one um really is the question or is pokemon going to be super greedy and go even further than that um, I don't tend to think they're going to go super greedy uh, because they do. They are, at least since I've been in the game, pretty inclusive to newer players to get them into the game um, with, you know, these, bat, uh, you know, the, the elite trainer boxes, um, all these different battle, uh, you know, sets with the Crobats, uh, you know, all those different sets. Um, so I don't think they're going to like go too bad. Let me, uh, and also talking to our R4 Gaming, he, he's played Hearthstone in the past and he kind of gave us like a breakdown of um, Dust. We're going to call it Dust to, you know, the create format here. Um, and it basically goes, they, they basically at a four to one. So if you are going for, you know, those VMAXs, you might get a bunch of those, you know, useless VMAXs that you don't need. Um, and you can definitely, if it's at a four to one, I think that's, maybe a little pricey but still pretty fair um anything past that maybe might not we'll kind of see where we're at at that point but um i think it's positive overall um and more accessible for players um again price point to be determined um this could go really really south if they really jack up the prices but i don't tend to think they're going to because they've been pretty inclusive and pretty cost efficient when it comes to players getting into the game at least you know those collectible cards you're always going to have those money cards but on the on the online client it doesn't seem like they you know they've ever kind of showed that um want i know i've played other games in the past some mobile games some got you games where um they kind of had that similar thing and it's like it was almost like a hundred to one like who like that what what does that even mean at that point so i i don't know Judgment that be held, but I, I think it's a positive. I think it's only, you know, going to be good. Yeah, I mean, the I can't argue with the trading system being completely flawed and volatile to marketplace. Um, yeah, the, the, the open public. It, like within friends, it's that's what I'm going to miss. Yeah, within I, the I friend mean, group you, or new players. Yeah, it does kind of stink that you can't just help a buddy out for a day or, or in general. Um, but you won't have the extras to do it. But even if you just let him borrow it for a day mm. uh, for a tournament because he wants to play it and he doesn't have the resources to make it, you know, um, that part kind of does stink a little bit. But like you said, I think the whole thing as a whole, the whole the whole new client, the new the new the looks of it. I mean, if you haven't seen the look of it, go on the website. I mean, it looks like it's going to be pretty cool. And we really oh, haven't yeah. talked about the point that this thing is going to be on your phone. Uh, you we forgot, yeah, mobile. Gosh. I'm going to get you in trouble be, at work so much. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. We're going to play this anywhere. So, like... Every lunch break, my friend. Every lunch yeah, break. You, you go to league just... night and you got to buy, well, pop out your phone. You got to you playing a Pokemon <laughs> match while you're there. So, I mean, 
the overall pluses are going to outweigh the negatives. Yes, there are exactly. going to be some things I think that are, people are going to complain about. Like, oh, I, for sure. It, it's going to come out in a beta state. So there, there will oh, be some adjustments. So there will be complaints. So if there is something, definitely reach out to Pokemon Company because I'm sure they want that um, to, you know, but to hit all those kinks out. Um, yes. I do want to, I do want to say something as far as the, sorry. What? No, I do want to say something as far as the aesthetics. Um, where on PTCGO, we're all like, hey, there's just too much wood. There's too much wood. Everybody complains about the wood, right? So we got the middle portion of this. If you look at any of these screenshots, um, where it's just kind of like plain white with a little bit of like um, texture to there. Um, but yes. it's kind of cool where they, they whenever like a Pokemon attacks, if it's a water attack, you see all these like, you know, waters like bubbles and, and like Ooh. water shooting through. So I think that's going to be kind of like, almost like a projection screen of like any attack or 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 play within like any interaction so i think as plain as it might look it kind of is a lot more versatile than that would where it's kind of more exciting kind of seeing all those animations there. yeah it's a lot more animation and back to the fact that it's on mobile i think just the f pure fact that it's going to be on mobile is going to change the content creation space um just looking at other things like dual links is a perfect example i compared a, a, a two channels dual links meta versus tricky gym mm -hmm. the amount of subscribers he had was like threefold and the amount of his, their most popular ruse i think his the dual links meta channel had like four almost five times more views on their most popular videos and that's just oh, that's just comparing in one one niche and i understand Yu-Gi-Oh. i think it's a big much a little bit of a bigger niche but it just goes to show that like what a mobile can do it's just it's a lot more accessible like you said i can i can go like while i'm waiting for like at my doctor's appointment for while i'm waiting for get a quick game in yeah so like it's i feel like a lot of people are just gonna get brought into the game just for like kind of like pokemon go did a lot of people came back to pokemon because of pokemon go yeah, um, and yeah. it was on their mobile so like and stuff like that it's it's probably going to grow the game in just the simple fact that you're going to get people that just want to play a mobile game yes, like they'll have exactly. no interest they have no interest in 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 getting trading cards at all i mean they maybe they may grow an interest in getting real cards yeah eventually but yep. you're going to see the users a jump i want to guess exponentially just on the fact that there's like mobile gaming itself is a huge marketplace. Yep. Yeah. So yep. putting that out there as a mobile game is going to get people to want to play it anyway. Yep. The same thing is going to happen with Unite to us pretty soon. I think it today or tomorrow is the release. Um, there's a lot of people where I, you know, I watch Pokemon content, Pokemon Unite content, and there's a lot of content creators saying like, yeah, I have a lot of people watching who don't currently play the game they're waiting for the mobile version to come out yeah. and it's just it's 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 the same aspect that you know everybody has this basically mini computer in their hand um mm -hmm. and can play the game so for sure i agree I, I just being able to do it on all these platforms uh will just open up um, options for people and like i say within the game options is always uh you know what defines a good meta deck so this is what's going to define you know um being able to jump in there so options is always a good thing i do want to kind of double back here um because we kind of skip this as um as far as kind of um when you transfer your account um once you 
log into PC or PTCGL, um, all of your stuff will automatically be transferred. Um, so at that point, your PTCGO is is going to be essentially useless. Um, so make sure if you want to open packs um, or trade things last minute or kind of arrange your collection in a way to kind of get the max amount of crystals as you're you know transitioning. Um, to do so beforehand. Um, uh, it's super important that you do that before you log in uh, because at that point you'll lose all of um, the stuff. It'll already be transferred at that point. So as a, yeah. as a, it's, it's a once you go over, you're not going back. Yeah, so. it's a one-way bridge. Yeah. You can't turn around. Um, and just yeah. so you guys know, we're going to kind of start from the top. You can only have up to 125 unopened items um, in your account to transfer. Anything above that is just waste. Um, yeah. So either A, open all of those to try to pull more uh, cards uh, to further your collection to potentially have more dust um, or to trade them to friends or, or something to that effect. But anything above 125 um, unopened items will be just uh, uh, useless at that point. I just want to reiterate and make sure people know that's unopened products and bundles. So yes. whatever, like things that you have to open in your collection, like packs or, Yes. Uh, decks of some sort or tin oh, like i know that you can get promo tins or whatever pre-release kits yeah those things uh, that you would yeah. open are what they're transferring over and going to give you basically crystals for so you can either open them and then hopefully collect cards that will transfer over and you'll have in your collection but if you don't open if you have uh more than 125 or more than that you're maxing out at 6200 crystals Mm -hmm. So if you have more than that, just open some of it because it's going to go to waste. Yeah, for and sure. I, and I'm sure Jonathan has a whole video. Didn't you say you had just released a video today that's all tips on how to set up for the transition, yeah. right? Yes, basically, um, I went over a couple tips in a video that I just released today on how to prepare for the transfer, um, including one of the tips where it's just like, you know, um, trade for what you need, um, any additional tips and stuff like that. Um, we're unsure. Uh, but back to the comment you were making about the packs, we're not still sure if locked or unlocked packs, if they both transfer. So from what case, I've heard from other people, now everything. take this with a grain of salt, but from what I've heard from other content creators and just kind of, you know, Twitter forums and all that stuff, um, because there is no trading, Pokemon doesn't care about locked and unlocked. So theoretically, all of your locked packs or locked cards at least should transfer over Ooh. so uh if you have a set uh you know of dragapults that are are locked um but you never yeah. open them um those should go over now i'm well, not no, yeah. i'm not guaranteeing that yeah. but i'm i'm under the assumption that they are yeah i think the cards will most likely than not i'm not sure if the packs will. true yeah i i think as a so. safe rule of thumb open your packs um, if they're locked, but I think you're safe as far as the cards, if they're locked, and, you know, but beyond the five, then you're, you're in trouble. Like I have, I think I have nine Eldegoss locked cards. <laughs> I think yeah, I'm going to lose think... five of those, but I think those four are safe. Yeah. I think, I think with the packs, I think it's, uh, just hold on. I think personally, I think you should hold on to them until we get closer. And if like you still have worse comes to worse, you just open them when yeah. it comes to later yeah. down the line because we I might get more info i would hold on like if you haven't scanned something like i have a stack of code cards that i haven't scanned yet and i'm yeah i'm just not gonna scan them i'm gonna hold on to them 
yep. until I get a little bit more information on exactly what's going to happen. Cause I'll just put them in live when they come out because I have for the set for evolving skies, I have pretty much everything I really want already anyway. So oh. unless you really want to try and get some things via trade, but I mean, that marketplace is probably all sorts of crazy right now. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. I was looking again, um, the prices of these things have dropped off considerably. Um, so at one point, the golden quick ball was uh, at a hundred plus packs right now, at least with the, the, um, the Pokemon stock market, kind of uh, card, card stock market, they're valued at 40 packs right now. People Oof. are selling these things like hotcakes. I don't know if they're still there, um, but any of these gold swags or a specs that maybe people have extras of, um, I would definitely look into getting like a computer search or something like that um, for future um, at this potentially cheaper price. Yeah, I mean, it's not a bad idea if you want to use, if you have a collection of packs right now, I don't think it's a bad idea to try and get some of those staples like a specs or things that you don't currently have in your collection that are going to move over. Or if you have multiples of something um, over four of to ditch them in the trade market for whatever you may be able to get worth, oh. get for them because essentially in, in a month or two's time, they're going to go away anyway. So um, if you can get some packs that you can crack open real quick or have as a collection like just having your collection so that they're unopened and then get some starting crystals because you're going to use those crystals for upgrading your battle pass or whatever. I mean, just kind of like spread out your, your stuff. Mm -hmm. um, yes. I mean, I'm sure. I don't know. I don't want to go into the huge, <laughs> huge details of it because we can go on and on and on. Yeah. I mean, to be determined and definitely just kind of, kind of a wait and see, because it's going to be potentially November ish. We're, we're, speculating when it comes out um so don't just panic sell or panic open kind of we still have time so uh just kind of take your time on that yeah. and we'll time to we'll be uh you know it, yeah, i don't know I'm, I've, I've lost my time <laughs> but uh, um but the one last thing i want to uh kind of mention um is that they say the dire wolf is still in developer helping uh, pokemon the trading card uh online they're still going to be supporting that until it kind of um, sunsets. Um, but as far as code cards, they'll still be honoring those code cards, um, those older ones. Um, I know that there was a little bit confusion, so kind of, you know, debate point in our group as far as if you're going to get a, a, a pack for a code card. Um, and from what my understanding from the wording on a few different portions of, you know, this FAQ is anything sun and moon related as far as code cards, I believe you will get a booster pack for that. Uh, again, to be determined, but anything below that, I think you might only get some kind of, you know, gold or crystals or something like that. Um, so I don't know if you guys have anything or want to weigh in on that, um, or on your thoughts on the, that situation. The code card situation? Yeah, the code card situation. Uh, for PTCG Live? Mm -hmm. I think it's great that they're continuing that because I think it's it's just another form of one promotion through the physical product and two, um, whatchamacallit, um, um, yeah, that's it. It's just another form of physical product. And when I buy a pack, um, I, it's kind of neat to just be able to scan something else, get like kind of double bang a little bit yeah i mean i still think 
I'm just like phrasing. I'm just going to read their phrasing on it because it mm -hmm. on their FAQ it says PTCG online code cards in Pokemon trading card game products will be compatible with live. Uh, although code cards from some products may unlock different items in Pokemon Live than they do in Pokemon TCG online, yeah. and I'm I'm I feel like they only have. They could have sentenced this a little clearer because that's where I think some people are getting this like misnomer that they're not going to get a pack for a pack that they open. But I feel like they only put that in there because like earlier, I, I don't know if we said it, but like Heart Gold and Soul Silver are no longer being put into the, are not going to be put in the live, yeah. which you have yeah. codes out there for that. So those are going to be gone. So while they're going to support any online code they already have out there, if you have a heart gold soul silver code that you haven't redeemed yet somehow, or you just <laughs> found a pack and opened it and you got to put it in, you're not going to get a heart gold and soul silver pack because they're not in the game. So so they're going to give yeah. you something different. And I'm going to guess it's just going to be enough crystals to go get in a different pack of cards. Yeah. That's my assumption yeah. too. Again, that's this is all, cool. yeah, it's all to be determined, but there's a lot there's a lot of questions out there um but i think overall i think this is very positive i think this will you know grow the community um and i think it will make new players and you know players like ourselves that are kind of seasoned um it will make it easier price point whenever a new set comes out hopefully that's the hope i guess um again we'll see the levels what you know if if we are getting that dust ratio at you know at a and, you know, at least a four, four to one would be great. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I think it's positive overall to get, you know, for anybody to get cards um, that they want. And I think overall you'll get them quicker and easier and less painless. Uh, I, I think it's a, a, a complete net positive. I mean, there are some, has, I have my own hesitations on things on how much more time I might have to put into online to get what I want, but that's just my own hesitations. Overall, yes. I think it's going to be a whole better of an experience in general. And I'm going to be able to pick this up on my lunch break at work and play Pokemon rather than having to come home on my computer. Yeah. So the flexibility of where to be able to play it and, and just the, all the other cool stuff going along with it is a total net positive. No, yeah. I think overall, like you said, net positive. Again, I also have my kind of fears again with the dust system as well. My experience from trying to play Duel Links and the reason I stopped was because I felt like, um, one, it just felt like it was a very hard grind fest um, to get what I needed. and um, But at the same time, I also wasn't as invested in Yu-Gi-Oh! It was kind of like, you know, it was on my phone. It was kind of nostalgic for the time, and then I got bored of it. Um, but I think here, I think I'm more of a, more, I'm just more into Pokemon. So maybe that, maybe it'll feel less of a grind or maybe it won't be as bad as a grind. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think any TCG like Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh or anything, there is going to be that grind aspect. But um, if you're enjoying the game, especially if you get a deck early on, whenever a new deck comes on, you're more apt to grind out the ladder. Um, so again i think just positive i'm really pumped again i'm i'm holding all judgment back right now because it, it can go south if they that you know they decide to you know get greedy or something i just don't feel that they're quite they don't have the reputation at least since i've been in the game yeah. to to do that so let's I'm, get, let's, I'm really get real. let's get real i'm pretty sure ptcgo has been losing the money for 10 years mm -hmm. so i don't think pokemon as a company is 
looking as this as a cash grab there are at the end of the day people looking at this as a cash grab it's a business they need to make money people complain about the the client ptcgo all the time well this is what it's going to take to get us a better client this is like microtransactions or whatever you want to call it that's just the future of these type of games and in order to continue like making better development and and you know getting that getting that better stuff for us to get a better experience you you, you're gonna have to pay for it somebody's gonna pay for that so and i think at the end of the day no matter if this is really close to free to play or a really big cash grab i don't think that pokemon as a company this is going to be their cash cow no matter how much or little this product makes for them they make their money on the video games on the on the the physical cards um and, and you know their stuffed animals and things like that um they make, the trading card game like pcc is yeah. never the money maker they make so, all their yeah. money on licensed product that yeah and merchandising yeah yeah like stuff like like toys and stuff yeah that's where they make most of their money exactly so again they are a company they do need to make money on this i get it um but i don't i don't think it's going to be ridiculous where it's going to be like a 10 to 1 to try to like you know to get whatever card you want yeah yes all right. Do we have anything else we want to talk about? No, I think, I mean, I'm sure we've missed some stuff along the way. Um, and we have plenty of time to talk about this. Um, but I think we got a lot of good talking points in. Um, I, again, I think we're all super psyched about this. But yeah, I think that's it for us, unless you, anybody else, any closing thoughts? No, I got nothing. Nope. I got nothing else. Uh, do we? You want to give this give Jonathan the four? You want to plug anything at the moment? You know, hit your drop your channel names and where you're gonna watch your YouTube videos. <laughs> um, I guess you guys can catch me on YouTube at sleepydreepy.com. Uh, dot com. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> on campus. <laughs> YouTube on YouTube. Um, I just dropped a video on giving you guys tips on how to prepare for the transfer to PTG Live. So go ahead and check that out. Um, um, aside from that, I'm on Twitter at Drippy Sleepy. Um, and that's it. <laughs> so cool. Well, uh, thank you again for coming on. This was super fun getting to chat with you. Um, very fortunate that we had some really cool news to talk about uh, with you. So had a blast. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, can't <laughs> wait to have you back. on. A, yeah. Have you on Pushing again. Pushing back a day was great. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, life gets in the way and then sometimes, you know, it just, uh, you know, pays, it pays off when you have to uh, push it back a day. But um, again, thank you again, John, for coming on for, for um, Chuck, for coming on again. Um, if anybody wants to get a hold of us, you can get a hold of myself at Panux one on Twitter. You got at watch whimsy uh, for Chuck and the Duke of Hobbies for Nick. And and John, you start your car, man. That dome light's been on for a good bit. I don't <laughs> want you to. I don't want you to get stuck in in the morning if you have to go anywhere or nothing. So starting from the pod. <laughs> He's gonna text me tomorrow. Oh man, I can't get to work now. <laughs> I work from home. So uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't get to the grocery store. I don't know. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks again right. for listening. We'll see you guys next week. All right. Have a good one. All right.